All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Just after four o'clock on Edmonton Sports Leader, TSN 1260. Jason Greger, Jason Strudick, Brandon Douglas uh, with us. The con man is preparing. Oh. The uh, the big day, the big wedding for the con man. The day we thought would never arrive. It is here this Saturday for uh, Connor Halley. You think he's nervous? Well, every guy, I don't care who you are. Every guy, every gal gets a little nervous the, the yeah. final few days. Just, yeah. you know, even for a short period of time, you're just like, like I'm, I'm 99% sure. But now, unfortunately, there are some people. And it's interesting. I've talked to people who got divorced. And some of them said they knew on the day of their wedding oh. that they shouldn't have done it. Why then? Just walk away. Yeah, I'm just like yowzers. That would be a that would be a tough one. So, um, yeah, say that again. I know. Me and my buddies. Sadly, we were in the pew once at a wedding, betting because we, we knew. Yeah, we knew. It was like it was like what are we? Like, this is a waste. So yeah, it's a tough one. And you're you're younger sometimes. You know, you just some people don't want to listen. Yeah, and it's, it's hard, like, to tell everybody, like, what are you doing? But you know, politely said, like, are yeah. you sure? Like, I don't know, man. Like, this might not be the best decision. But you know, on uh, I won once. I got six months. Six. No, another time. Um, another guy that I'd went to uh, uh, college with, and I remember, um, I didn't you know, I didn't really know his girlfriend that well. They got, yeah, you know, they got. And so he went and, and I'm just like, oh, okay. I don't really know. My buddy comes up and, and he knew him a lot better. He goes, dude, this isn't lasting three months. And I'm like, come on. God. Guess what? Three months. How's that? How can it go that fast? That's 90 days. Yeah. You can send your pillow back. 
you know, after that still. Like, that's incredible, man. Yeah. 90 days. Yeah, I can live with anyone for like that. Days. That would be tough, man. Like, that that would be hard. I think, you know what? You put Jeez. in a few years and you can say, hey, at least you tried. But after three <laughs> months of tried. three months, kind of tough. Three months. That's like, ridiculous. Yeah. So, but the con man, you know what? I don't... Uh, I don't have much doubt. No, he knows. Nah, I wouldn't be. Uh, I wouldn't be putting many shekels on on the D for no. the C man. So no, he's got it. He's, he's got it. He's pretty laid back. He's pretty calm. You know, as long as he doesn't ask to share his dessert, I think he'll be fine. Yeah, I know. Yeah, his wife isn't into that, which is. Yeah, I, I can see you going up to the head table on Saturday when she's eating her dessert and with your fork. Yeah. Hey, can I have a bite? Oh, when we're cutting the cake. I'll be right beside him. <laughs> I'm walking right in there. Hey guys, what's up? Old Uncle Strutty. <laughs> Let's share this. Uh, I think she'll appreciate it. Ashley loves it. Oh, I'm sure stuff. she would. Yeah. Yeah. She'll be all over it. Can we share a fork too? Uh, let's get to uh, Tell Me I'm Wrong, a Strud's edition brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling Home. The no payments, no interest. And guess what? Never any overtime charges. Your AC unit conks out. You need it fixed. Call Legacy. Never any charges, no matter the time of day. The Jason Gregor Show presents Tell Me I'm Wrong. I'm pretty critical of the Toronto Maple Police at times, and it's not so much that I don't like their team. It's just the fans. I don't like the fans. And unfortunately, some of the people that are in the way, they, they get stamped. And Kyle Dubas is one of them. Um, you know, he, he, he came in there and he, he improved a lot of things about the Leafs and obviously kind of got them going the right direction. Uh, for whatever reason, he was let go. And so he's a free agent now. And, you know, you hear these rumors and the insiders talking about he's looking at the Pittsburgh Penguins job, or perhaps more specifically, they're looking at him. It sounds like the Penguins had a guy nearly cross the finish line. Then when Dubas came available, they put that on hold to look at Dubas and, and you know what he could do for that team. Now, I'm not going to say that Dubas could do better with that team or worse than the previous GMs they had. But I will say this. If I'm Kyle Dubas and I truly look at that organization, am I thinking to myself, I can turn this team around. They can win one more Stanley Cup with his core guys of Malkin, Latang, and of course uh, Sid the Kid. Is is do I in my heart of hearts do I truly believe that this team has another run in them? You know they they've got some some decent pieces around around those guys, but I don't believe they have the depth, the talent pool, and maybe the gas left as an organization with this group of players to truly do another deep run. So if we accept that as being true, if we can all agree that the Penguins are a, 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 a the sun is setting on their on their incredible run of a group of three, and we could include four when Flirty was there, why would Dubas take that job? You know, what's the best thing you can do? You can gracefully manage those guys until they till they're done, and then you're just nothing but a, a team that's trying to start over again and get a new Crosby, get a new Malkin, get a new Latang. Like I don't understand why anyone with aspirations of winning a Stanley Cup and truly becoming, you know, known as a great GM would take that job. Now someone's going to take the job, but I don't think that Kyle Dubas has to choose that one right now. So guys, tell me I'm wrong that it is all if I was Kyle Dubas's brother, I'd say, "Buddy, that's all this fit is all wrong for you with the Pittsburgh Penguins and do not take it wait for something that looks like the team's on the upswing." Tell me I'm wrong, boys. Well, here's a few things when you look at uh, this situation. I felt when the divorce happened, <laughs> there was a chance that uh, I, I think both sides could could not improve, and not. To, and it's funny because they didn't have they didn't have any success at the end of the day in the playoffs because mm-hmm. regular season success, sure, but they only they won one playoff series, one. Mm-hmm. 
and they weren't close against Florida. Right? They were down 3 nothing. They weren't close. You can say, oh, well, we outshot them. Who cares? Did you win the game? In playoffs, you don't get points for higher course or higher shot share. You get points for wins. It's all that matters. doesn't matter. Your goalie stands on his head. Oh, geez, we're going to have to give that win back. It's going to hurt us. We can't move on to the next round because our goalie stole the game. No. It's part of the team. He needs to play great. You need guys to score. I look at Pittsburgh. You go there, you got two years for for any chance to win. And even then, I'm not sure you can. Because, like this, Malkin and Crosby both played 82 games last year. The last time that happened was, like, 2009, I think it was. Like, it's rare. It just doesn't happen. So, you know, Malkin's usually missing 20 games. Unfortunately, it just is. They don't have a ton of picks coming. Like, how are you going to retool there? Like, it's a challenge, sure. It is also the chance to work with Sidney Crosby, so I'm sure that's enticing. Right? You're basically the same age as him. So you can hang out on, <laughs> hey, I go for drinks, and you could literally go for drinks, and it wouldn't feel awkward. You're within two years. Hmm. I felt that he over-leveraged himself. He tried to leverage himself, and he got smacked for it. That's going to happen. If, if There was a little bit of a power struggle, and when there's a power struggle, usually one person loses. Doesn't mean the right person loses, but usually one person loses. And that's what happens. You know, and I've been seeing a lot of articles from obviously people that are big supporters of his that make it pretty obvious that, oh, the Leafs, like, there's, there's like, it's the only team ever that's fired a GM when their team was good. Mm-hmm. Like, give me a break. This has happened lots of times. And I think Dubas, I think he's going to take it because I don't think, I think he's going to be frustrated because of what happened and he wants to get right back in. And he probably would be better served. To take a year off. I know that you don't get paid, but he's made enough money and he'll get another chance. There's no doubt about that. And Or maybe wait to see what happens in Ottawa. Because if I was looking at a team, A, you're from there. B, they got a lot of young pieces coming. Like Ottawa is not even entered in their competitive window yet. I think you have a better chance to be successful there than you do in Pittsburgh or a lot of other places. Yeah, so you're tapping up. What about you, Brandon? What do you think? Is that a... If you're Kyle Dubas, does it make sense to take that job in Pittsburgh now? Uh, no, I'm in agreement with you, Stretty. It, uh, like you said, everybody there is kind of on the back nine of the career. And some of the guys that uh, Gazzola had mentioned earlier in the show about like the supporting pieces around them, none of them really pop off the page at you as somebody that can uh, be the next man up. They're exactly that, supporting pieces. So I would uh, certainly have a hard time telling you that you're wrong today. That's a tough, it, you know, and I get it. Like I get, you know, someone is going to text in, no, oh, it's, there's only 32 jobs. And I, and I get that, but I don't think Kyle Dubas is at a spot where he has to just take anything. Um, you know, I think Kyle Dubas did some really good things. The Leafs, you know, you hear what they've done maybe behind the scenes and with development and all that stuff. Like I, I really appreciate that, especially as a, as a guy who played in the league, like to hear the, the support those players have in every aspect of their lives is is just incredible and they luckily the Leafs have the resources just to spend money basically that you never have to turn the taps off but i think you also have to look at it when gregor just said you know he won one series in five years so if you just strip away all the other stuff and say okay what have you won one series that's not that much so if he goes to pittsburgh and it's a it's a mess which i think that team will be in short order you know, Greg's used two years. I think it could be two or less here. Um, you know, are you now the same wonder kid that you were 
six, seven years earlier. I, I, you've hey, got to be careful. Look what happened to the Wonder Kid, buddy. He had to leave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you watching Ted Lasso right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm quite disappointed. That, you don't like it. No, I'm quite disappointed that this, that this is it. I know. I like, know. So Ted Lasso's done. Yeah. Succession's going to be finished. Mm-hmm. A million little pieces. Like those are all yeah. different shows for, and they're all done. I'm like, what is yeah. going on? I know. So I'm going to have to, you know, come fall time, I'm going to have to find some, some new shows to watch. But, you know, like Ted Lasso, it's obviously what's going to happen in the uh, final yeah. episode. I think it's pretty clear. There's yeah, at least in some of the regards, but yeah, I'm disappointed of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Not to be a spoiler, but I am disappointed that Ted and the owner aren't seem to be together. They're not falling in love. I always thought that was going to happen. Ted and Rebecca. Yeah, you thought there was going to be another um, Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper situation I here. I, I've only missed on a couple love stories. Yeah, you've been one. so close on them. That one I, I really missed on. I thought, what did I say, six months? It's been about two years now. Yeah, it's not happening. Yeah, hopefully at some point. Between that and Godfather 4, if those two things can happen, I'll look like the Mexicans, the Mayans, right? Predicting the future. <laughs> Tough start, though. <sighs> Uh, hey guys, have you watched The Boys on Amazon Prime? Yeah. Fantastic show. It's good. Really good. What's it about? Uh, I think that's the one about the uh, superheroes and the, the back the back story or the mutant, kind of mutant superheroes, kind of the back story. It's good. I'm pretty sure that's the one. I really like it. Okay. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't put it beside Ted Lasso or Game of Thrones. It's below those guys. Good, but below them. Hey, Struddy. Crosby's still one of the best players in the league. I feel like they can go on one more run if they get the right depth players. Hextall was not the right choice for GM. Well, I think that's fair. Very fair. Uh, did, did you happen to read Rob Rossi's article? No. Which the athletic, ooh, it was just kind of said, you know, the two years under Burke and Hextall and what went wrong. And, yeah. uh, you know, well, obviously they're president. They, well, they clearly had, they didn't have a direction. Well, sure. they, they did have a direction, but it wasn't one that their star player wanted to follow, mm-hmm. where they wanted to get rid of Malkin and Latang. And uh, that that never transpired, so they had to, uh, you know, pivot at the last pop- possible moment, and it kind of screwed things up. And you know, to me, when you don't have a directional plan, I don't. Even if your plan might not be the best one, at least right. if you have a direction, you follow it. Yeah. When you're switching plans every eighteen months, you're killing yourself, and yeah. that's what Pittsburgh did. It's a very interesting uh, article. I would highly recommend it. Okay. It was very good, and and I don't disagree that they. It's always possible to go on another run, but. Where are they getting all these assets? Like, show me their their prospects. You're going to be able to trade to yeah, add. Yeah, how are you going to add all these players? And, I agree with you. And then you got, you know, the salary cap was always a challenge. Like, I, I, I listen, I'm not, I, I love Sidney Crosby. I've always talked about how much I've enjoyed him, but there just comes a point in time where you have to say, okay, where, how are you going to get there? Like, are they, are they, well, I guess the Bruins aren't, didn't make it that far, but when you put them beside the Bruins, even in Florida, like where, where do they go from here, right? Or who's their goaltender of the future? Which which guy is it? And where are they going to sign him to? Strutty, I'll tell you you're wrong. You say you wouldn't take the job as a GM. Well, what if you go in and win? Then you're a legend. I listen, I, I, I understand that. I, I get it. But is it really realistic to think you can turn that team and get add all the pieces required under the cap and take this team on another run within two years, two and a half, three years, maybe tops? I just don't believe you can. And guys, what if Dubas takes Matthews with him? I don't think Matthews is signing this season to extend. He's gone from there. Well, he's not going to take him to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh doesn't have money to sign. If Matthews wants to be the highest AAV in the league, Pittsburgh doesn't have the money. 
And then what are you selling them on? The cap space. On? So what are you selling them on? Yeah, you're What's, selling them what? on Learn from Sid for a few years, yeah. which which might be, yeah. you know, that that might be intriguing. And but... then who am I playing with after that? Yeah, fair that's point. He, so he's that's yeah. the, those guys like when no like when guys I remember Scott Gomez signed with the Rangers like that crazy deal he signed, great deal for him. He was asking questions about two, five, six years down the road. He wasn't just asking for the next two years. Now the next two years are important, but he want you want to know the whole. Package. So you bring him, okay, buddy, you can come play with these guys for a couple of years. Okay, yes, nice. And then who? Okay, uh, well, we'll figure that out when we go. What do you mean? I'm going to be signed here for seven years. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't always work that way. 423, Jason Greger, Jason Strug, Brandon Douglas with you. I'm at the Sports Theater, TSN 1260. Lots of text flying in. Get to uh, those and more. Uh, we'll return. We have uh, Struds on coming up uh, a little bit later on. Um, the Last Dance. The Last Stand. The last hurrah. Will it be the Alamo? We'll find out next. The Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Four. 31 and I'm the Sports Leader, TSN 1260. Jason Gregor, Jason Stroudick. It's Thursday edition of Help Me Understand. Oh, listeners, uh, you want any questions answered? We always have uh, sports ones, life ones, funny ones, you name it. Just uh, start your text with uh, Help Me Understand. There's always a few beauties. We've got some coming in already, so uh, we'll do that in the uh, 5 o'clock hour. Just start your text with Help Me Understand, and then we'll, uh, we'll try to help you understand. So we have a lot of fun with that every Thursday. Let's get to Around the NHL, brought to you by McDonald's and who, hey, summertime's here, and that always means uh, dollar cones, but also the uh, fruit splash beverages, strawberry passion fruit, peach mango, and lemon. I highly recommend the lemon. Check it out right now at McDonald's. And, hey, the Dallas Stars will try to make, uh, hey, if life serves you lemons, make lemonade. Uh, no Jamie Ben, no Dadanoff. Will we see Joe Pavelski? Tonight, uh, we'll find out. Uh, Sad Yusuf joins us, uh, beat reporter for the Stars from the Athletic. And, uh, Saad, are we going to see Mr. Pavelski tonight? Hey, uh, I, I think we absolutely will. I mean, uh, you know, we've seen this happen a, co- a couple times this year. Typically, Joe is not somebody who would take the optional, but there have been times. And, you know, Pete DeBoer seemed very nonchalant about it. I, I would I would be very surprised if Pavelski didn't play today given that he did finish the game it didn't seem like there was anything bothering him and obviously we all know the magnitude of tonight so and they're already short a couple people so uh pete DeBoer officially said that uh he was just taking a maintenance day that's why he was not at morning skate but uh the expectation is that he will play uh, let's assume he is playing what do the top two uh lines look like with a couple of the people out yeah, you know, I, I don't think the top two lines uh, r- really change at all. I mean, the, the two absences with Jamie Benn and Dadanov are both on the third line. And so, um, you know, I think you got Robertson, Hintz, Pavelski on the top line. And I think uh, they they probably, given DeBoer's tendency to stick with uh, consistency, you know, even when there have been injuries, I think Marchman, Domi, and Sagan are on the second line. And then I think the third line is, you know, anybody's guess at this point. We don't know if Maverick Bork, the rookie, is going to um, come up. If Maverick Borg does come up, I would. Um, that's where I could see that uh, you know the lines get shuffled up a little bit because I would have a hard time seeing DeBoer putting two rookies, Maverick Bork and Wyatt Johnson, on the third line together. So in that situation, I could see a situation where it's Marchment, Domi, and Bork, so that Bork has two veterans to play with 
and you put Sagan with uh, with Johnson on the third line, so he has a veteran to play with as well. The series obviously hasn't gone the way they wanted at all. Um, Jake Ottinger specifically has struggled much more than anybody expected. A lot of people when the series start thought of Dallas had the advantage in goal, and right now Aiden Hill's played better than him, flat out. So have you seen anything? What Some people are wondering about the fatigue factor. What about you? Yeah, I, I'm in that boat as well. I, I'm definitely wondering about the fatigue factor because, um, you know, I, I believe he I, – I think he was the second or third. I, I know Hellebuck played more than him in the regular season. I think there was one other goaltender, maybe Soros. But, um, but he was in the top three or four in terms of games started, games played, minutes played, whatever, how, whatever metric you want to use. So he played a lot. He's also, if I'm not mistaken, of the final four teams that were left before – Carolina lost he was the only goaltender that played every single game in the postseason so I I do think fatigue is a factor I also think the other factor and this is nothing this is not meant to shortchange Aiden Hill at all because he has made some very timely and very good saves in his own right but you know it's also just a reality that Vegas has arguably the deepest defensive core in the entire NHL so you know I think that that plays a role as well whereas Dallas is not deep at all behind Miro Haskin and it's it's mostly just a crapshoot of defensemen so when you look at this series, uh, you know, maybe not going with the goalies or the D, what has been exposed that Dallas needs to kind of maybe address, if not tonight, uh, moving forward? Well, if you want to ask, like, one thing that's been exposed, uh, you know, in, in, like in particular, I think it's their ability to make the long change. Their second period in overtime all year has been bad, but it's really been exposed against Vegas. I, I don't think they'd lose that second game if they make a smooth change in overtime. Right. And, you know, this is something, you know, Pete DeBoer talked about, and, uh, and it's not a coincidence. The Stars all year have been a good first and third period team. They've struggled in the second period. They've struggled in overtime. We all know that overtime doesn't really carry over in terms of style of play because, you know, it's three-on-three three versus five-on-five. Five. But what does carry over is the long change. And I think Vegas has done a really good job multiple times this series. It wasn't just the overtime one stands out because it lost the Dallas the game, but there have been multiple goals that Vegas has scored because they've caught Dallas on a, on a line change. And is that just not aware, or is that the speed of Vegas being an advantage over Dallas? I, I think it's a combination of both. Like I said, Dallas has struggled in overtime all year. They've struggled in the second period all year. So, um, But, but you're, you're absolutely right that Vegas' speed does not help um, Dallas it does not do Dallas any favors, but yeah, I, I think it's a combination of both things. But it can't be ignored that Dallas is—I believe it's now zero and five or zero and four in overtime this, this postseason. Well, what would be the emotional effect do you think of Jamie Ben? Uh, you know, being unable, unable to play tonight for the Dallas Stars. I, th- I think there is absolutely an emotional effect. Jamie Ben has always been known as the guy who kind of sets the tone. Um, again, and he did set the tone. I would argue in game three as well, the wrong tone, but, um, nice one, but, 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 you know, that's, that's, you know, we've long heard in Dallas, how Jamie Ben goes is how the stars go. And, you know, I think we've seen proof of that time and time again. And I think game three was just the latest edition of that. You had mentioned uh, in, in your article online, it was one of the more embarrassing games you'd seen as far as from Ben to the play of the team, to even the fans. Uh, we, we saw yeah. the Stars send out a release uh, regarding their fans last game. Um, what, what were they doing? Did, did they ban some fans, the ones? Because there were some videos circulating where you know clearly showed who was the fan throwing you know beer and such on the ice. 
Yeah, well, you know, we haven't gotten any public word, but I do think, but I do believe they were looking into that. And, and like you said, I, I have seen videos where the fan is very identifiable. So um, I, I do believe they're working on that and, and getting through that. I don't think those fans will be back in the building tonight, but they haven't, you know, publicly disclosed anything of that sort. So we beat up on the team pretty well here, but they did make it to the conference final. So give the the few, I'm not going to say there's many, but there's a few Dallas Stars fans here in Edmonton listening. Why should they be optimistic tonight? One, because all, because all their star players are still available and they're still playing. And I think that's the biggest thing. I think Jamie Benn is definitely the captain. Obviously, he's good. Evgeny Dadinov has been one of their best five-on-five players this postseason. But, you know, we talk a lot about Toronto and their core four, right? And, and Dallas has a core four as well. And their core four is Jason Robertson, Rope Hintz, Miro Haskin, and Jake Ottinger. All four guys are playing. And, you know, so if, and, and Joe Pavelski should play as well. And if you slide him into that, you have five elite players, elite playmakers that are able to change a game. Now, you know, you, you would like for them to have help behind them. But, you know, this is the hand that the stars were dealt in terms of Dadnov's injury. And it's also the hand that they brought upon themselves in terms of Jamie Benn's absence. So, uh, you know, at this point, yeah, it, it's not it's not great to not have your captain, but at the end of the day, the captain and Dadnov were both third-line wingers. You still have all your top players. So I don't, I don't think that, you know, Dallas is going into this quite like they would if, you know, one of their top players was out. Zod, we will uh, see if they can extend it tonight. If not, the Stanley Cup final will begin next Wednesday. Thanks for your time. Uh, Enjoy the game in Dallas. Absolutely. Anytime, guys. There you go. That is a beat reporter for the Dallas Stars. Writes at the Athletics, Zod Youssef. He's right that their top six are there. Their top, like, their big line's got to show up. Rupe Hintz, Pavelski, Robertson. They got to be way better. They do, but I, I, I think that he nailed it with their D. Their D is just not good enough, right? And and yeah, they they have guys that I believe are you know threes, fours, fives. They have a one, a good one, a oh, really, really good, good one. one, and then they have no two, and they have after that it drops off, and it's hard. It's hard to do it, and then you you put some more pressure on your goaltender, and your goaltender starts feeling it, then your top guys maybe aren't bearing it. But we saw it last night. You know, I watched that game. Um, uh, on the other side, and it was great. You know, Carolina came out, and then Vegas keep, keeps keeps coming at you. Keep or sorry, not Vegas, Florida just keeps coming at you. Keeps coming at you, and they eventually get it done, right? And that's when you have that depth and that same style of play. And you know, it's a hot goalie, obviously, in Bobrovsky. So, I, I, you know, this may go five, Greg's, but I'm telling you right now, it's not going six. All right. Quick break. We'll come back. We have uh, five questions and more on the Thursday edition of the Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca, where all the revenue stays right here in the province. Play PlayAlberta.ca. Now I know why Struds loves those magazines at the counter. (laughs) When you check out at Safeway and stuff like, are you, do you want to talk about this on air? (laughs) Some conversations are private, Greg. Well, we don't have to. That's I, what I'm, I'm saying. Just saying. I'm asking you, do you rumor? want to talk heard, about this on air? I've heard a rumor. Like you read a rumor. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't hear it. I'm not yes. an insider, but I read I read a rumor that's suggesting that, you know, Michael Jordan may be Jamie Butler's father. And uh, I don't I don't <laughs> think it's true, but, I, you know, it's always interesting to hear those types of things, you know? And it makes sense because they're both genetic freaks. Like, you look at their bodies. Their bodies are just perfection. 
you know, just absolute perfection. And, 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 uh, yeah, so yeah, I can't, I don't know if it's true. I think it's unlikely, but I don't want to tell you. Uh, but like, where do you read this at? Like, is it any reputable place? Like, no, is it on TMZ? Uh, uh, I'd I'd rather not say where I got my sources. Oh but, my but goodness! But they are out there. Um, yeah, they're out there. All right. It's uh, I don't know if anyone else knows of it. Texas at ten twelve sixty. I'm not. It's just you know what? Uh, listen, I don't usually. Subs- I don't need to know other people's situations. But when you when I saw a picture of the two of them side by side, I do. I do. I could see how you could get that impression, man. Like their bodies were perfection, like absolute perfection for, for, for anything, but specifically basketball. Mm-hmm. I got, we're going to find out where you read this from. That's what I want to know. Like, yeah, so, somebody, uh, you know, I won't uh, crack. Uh, 2865 Pete Stanley wrote <laughs> this and he had a really compelling case. I won't crack. It's Horace Grant. Just kidding. I don't know who did. I don't remember. I thought I just. It's been out there for a while. It's been out there for a while. Brandon, you must have heard of this, buddy. You're a guy about town. I have never (laughs) heard anything even remotely close to that struggle. I was going to bring you. You know, I want to be on your side here. I'm always team Struddy, but not on this. I was going to bring you a Slurpee tomorrow, but the Slurpee's (laughs) out. No Slurpee for you, big guy. (laughs) You're going to be hot tomorrow. Uh, Let's get to. Five questions brought to you by the book. Now, this is legit. This is confirmed. I can tell you this guaranteed. If you're looking for unbelievable patio, whether it's furniture, sectional sets, barbecues, outdoor TVs, the most fun in the sun, get it right now at the brick. It's time for five questions on the Jason Greger Show. Question one for you gentlemen this afternoon. Ken Holland has a number of items on his to-do list this summer. One of them is re-signing Evan Bouchard. What do you think Bouchard's next contract will look like? I think the order's a little bit tight with the cap, so I, I'm not sure that they could you know, go long-term with him, depending on what that number is, but I'm guessing it doesn't start with a two. So I think you try to go, well, yeah, I've got to, you explore it all, but I'd rather sign him to longer. Now, before Christmas, I was not in that camp, but the way he's played and developed. Um, and now he's running the power play. I, I so I would suspect it'll be a shorter contract. I'm, I'm guessing two years, and I, the number I, I don't know, be less, much less than he want though on a long term deal. I think he's going to sign a, a two year deal around uh, three point five to three point seven AAV. Question two, the Florida Panthers advanced last night and will now try to win their first Stanley Cup in franchise history outside of the NHL. What team that has never won a league championship will be the next to do so? Oh, this is easy. I, I, I'm gonna, I would say guaranteed lock, load it, put it in. This is happening 100%. Denver Nuggets will win their first NBA title oh. in two weeks. <laughs> that's, that's actually really good. So my answer doesn't look quite as sexy beside it. But I'll go Buffalo Bills. I think Buffalo, that poor city that struggled, they've got the QB. I think he learned some stuff last year. I'd like to say the charges for Connor, but I just, I, I'm not sure they'll ever win anything. Uh, outside of the obvious, like uh, Gregor said with the Nuggets, they can do it as early as a couple weeks away. I will uh, defend the producer, Connor Halley, who can't be here to defend himself, but I 
believe in the uh, San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers, and I think that they can uh, can win wow. the Super Bowl next year. I believe in them. What's your team? Uh, the Texans. So I know they're not. Oh, we talked be even about close. that. Right. Sorry, they're not sniffing it. <laughs> Qu- question. No. <laughs> question not- three for you guys. Uh, there are currently five NHL teams with vacant head coaching positions. Of the Ducks, Blue Jackets, Capitals, Flames, and Rangers, which job would be your top choice? There's one there I think I, I would love to do, but I, I'm I think it'd be a tricky one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Jackets. I like some of the youth they have in their lineup, some of the guys they have coming. Um, there's some talent there already with some veterans. I think they've got a nice mix. Have to work on their D, but I, I'll go I'll go the Blue Jackets. Oh man, it's a Rangers to me. I think it's simple. I got Shesterkin in goal. I've got Adams Fox on the on the back end. I've got a boatload of skilled forwards who have underachieved. And I think if they're anything like the Edmonton Orders, their guys will have to realize, hey, we we got to buy in better here as a team overall defensively because I think and like they got some young guys. Like I know something's got to shake up there, but they got a really good mix of young players. I think whoever the next head coach is. There needs to be more opportunity given, though, for his three young guys. That's a fact. And moving not too far away for question number four, the NBA has an identical five head coaching vacancies at the moment. The Raptors, Pistons, Bucks, 76ers, and Suns. A lot more of those teams made the playoffs this past year yeah. than on the NHL side. But the same question, which of those appears the most enticing to you? Well, see, think about it. You have the uh, the Bucks. The 76ers and the Suns. Like, they've all got superstar players. The uh, Raptors and Pistons, okay, but they're not close, right? So I'm taking those two out. Bucks, 76ers, Suns. Man, the 76ers job, I wouldn't want to get within a 10-foot pole of. (laughs) I just, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know if Harden and Embiid are going to get it. So the Bucks have won. Giannis just would seem like a dream to coach. But the new owner in, in Phoenix he just seems like a really open-minded guy. He's looking to do a lot of the right things. So I'm going to take the Suns. Yeah, I can get that. I get it, Craig. And I think I was going to go whichever one you didn't go with of those two. So I'll go Bucks. They've won before. I think Giannis um, would just make it so easy. He creates that culture, uh, much like we maybe heard about Tim Duncan with the, the Spurs. So I'll go with Giannis uh, and the Bucks. For the sake of a different opinion, I will say the 76ers, despite the organizational dysfunction, anytime you have a defending MVP on your roster, I think that seems like a pretty decent place to land and ply your trade. Rounding out the afternoon with question number five, steering away from sports. On this day, 46 years ago, the original Star Wars Star Wars movie was released, now known as Episode Four: A New Hope. Go on to spawn, obviously, the expansive franchise and be rewatched by one generation after another. What is your guys' favorite movie to rewatch? They're all so good. I love the Star Wars. Just just the whole thing. Remember the first time we went and watched it? It was incredible. Uh, but I'm going to go a little bit off the board here, guys. So, you know, hold your hats down. The Han Solo movie. I love that. I absolutely love that program. Came out, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago. And uh, a big fan of Han Solo. You guys know how I feel about the main actor. Jeez, he's a good looking guy. Harrison Ford. But uh, I won't let his good looks cloud my judgment, but I'll still go. I know he wasn't in it, but I love his kind of carefree attitude. Live for today type of thing. So, Greg, that's what I'm going with. Who do you go with for your favorite Star Wars movie? 
Well, it doesn't have to be Star Wars, right? It's any movie, or is it my favorite Star Wars? Take your pick. Yeah, I'd say, I think it was any movie that oh. you want to rewatch. Oh, okay. Well, right? Uh, my favorite movie to uh, to rewatch. Oh, man. There is... Um, Usually, well, it depends what mood I'm in, but usually it's a it's a comedy. Uh, I, I like I like rewatching comedies, and mm-hmm. uh, and right now, super bad. I just certain movies just make me laugh. So, uh, super bad. There's so many scenes in that movie that just have unreal lines. It's a good one. Yeah, that in old school. It's very close, but I'll Classic. say super bad. What about you, big boy? Yeah, much like Gregor, I think comedy's probably top my list of favorite ones to rewatch. And there is a movie that is actually like in perspective so terrible, but I can watch it weekly and still laugh just as much. MacGruber, stemming from oh. the Saturday Night Live uh, skit of the same name, that movie just makes me <laughs> double over in laughter, no matter how many times I've seen it. Oh, I did not think we'd be talking about MacGruber today on the show, but since I got it wrong, I'll, I'll answer it again. I'll probably say Hoosiers. That's my one I can rewatch. Anytime. Oh, the tears flow for Strutty oh. when that comes on. Hoosiers are natural. The natural, man, those are good shows. Such classic shows. You do like the natural. I'm a big fan of it. A few tears. A little overrated, but yeah, it's good. What little overrated? Mm-hmm. The Wonder Boy he makes his own bat. I mean, out of a lightning struck tree like that. If that doesn't happen every day, I don't know what does. It's true, Strutty. Very true. Very believable. I can't <laughs> believe that. Uh, you know, I've I've under valued its its storyline for so long. Brandon, you've watched either of those shows? Uh Hoosiers, no. Holy um geez. yeah, no. A, a couple of, right a now. couple of and honestly, study, I thought that Han Solo movie and the Star Wars thing was easily the worst thing Whoa. put out by that Jeez. franchise by a pretty wide margin. Spitting fire over here today. Jeez, for sure not getting this Slurpee tomorrow. <laughs> There's lots of people that uh, <laughs> that don't like it. What? Um yeah. That's what the text machine's saying. Mm-hmm. We are getting lots of votes in. Hey, Braveheart, it's true. I could watch yeah. Braveheart a lot. It's, it's a big commitment. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Oh. Another one. Although, about- now that I know the ending of Shawshank, like, I, I kind of know what's coming. I can't watch it as yeah. much. Right? Forrest Gump has so many different storylines <laughs> going on that you can rewatch that one for, for a drama. Pick up something new every time. Yeah. What's the one uh, where he's, he's the gladiator? Oh, yeah. Russell Crowe. Stay with me. Stay with me. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. Oh, man. Like, like there's a real, there's lots of, like, some of the fight scenes in there, and then when he becomes a slave, and then then, then the fighter, and then he finds his special mask that makes him the gladiator. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, when he's uh, on his way home, when he finds his wife and son, it's a tough one. Hits you in the pills a little bit right there, so. That's pretty good. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. Yeah. Very good one. Hey, guys, comedies I seem are more rewatchable than dramas. True. They're shorter, but just because I think there's some funny lines that you don't. Right. The storyline isn't so much about than the quick one liners in those shows that really make you laugh. Like, meet the Fockers and meet the parents. Oh, my goodness. There's some classic lines in there that you just, you always use on your buddies. Still use them. Oh, 100%. That smell, Greg, is our turds. Like it, I use that with my kids all the time. We just watched it with them the other day. All those, all the shows. Three, there's three of them, I think. And it was so funny. It was just unbelievable. They loved it. They absolutely loved it. Yeah. No. I, yeah. A few years, and then my son can watch some of those shows. Yeah, so funny. Hey, boys. What about the replacements? I did like the replacements. 
Which Keanu one? Reeves. Oh, okay. Yeah, the football one. Quicksand. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good speech. Yeah. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But John Wick is, I think he's got to stick to John, John Wick, sorry. Keanu Reeves, sorry. Well, he was, that that's came well before best. John Wick, though. Very different. That's Very different time. Best. Bill and Ted's, John Wick. That's where he's at his best. Speed. He was good in speed, yeah. Guys, what about Dumb and Dumber, Wedding Crashers? Wedding Crasher does have some awesome lines in it. Yeah. You haven't seen Wedding Crashers? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Come on. Oh. I, I, if I hadn't seen it, I'd leave right now and go watch. <laughs> I'd be out of here. It's got to go catch up. It's so good. I'm surprised Han Solo's getting beat up that bad on the text line. Yeah, well, people just felt like, of all the Star Wars movies, that one wasn't great. I haven't seen it, so I can't comment on it. And Brandon didn't. I feel like Connor Halley right now. This is glorious. I'm just like, what? Yeah. I'm totally out in the light. I'm yeah. like, movie? What? No idea. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. God, we should have movie trivia at his wedding. God, that'd be funny. Well, we're kind of get that time. Like, the NHL and NBA are going to wind down here, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to have, you know, it'll be every other night, but not the same multiple, right? So no, no. You got more, definitely not more. And all my shows are ending. So, yeah. yeah. And it's like, what am I? My wife and I got to talk now. God. Go for walks with the it's dog. It's going to happen there. <laughs> fun times. So, what are you doing? Uh, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Everything's good. Everything's great. Right at the wall. Mm-hmm. Oh, are we weeding again tonight? Awesome. Uh, Although, you know what? Basically, right now it's uh, looking at the garden because we've got some Swiss chard coming up, oh, some yeah. lettuce. Oh. So, very excited. Good for you. It's still waiting on the carrots. I know they take the longest, but you're out there every morning. Come on, carrots. Let's go. They're stubborn. Chop, chop. Let's get to a quick break. Uh, Connor, or, uh, sorry, Ryan Rashog will join us next after a sports center. Update brought to you by the Edmonton Police Service. They're hiring a fast-paced career that isn't your typical 9 to 5. Learn how you can join the team. They're recruiting right now. Go to newepsrecruits.ca.